In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. This weekend, Saturday, our church remembers the day when Mary and Joseph named their child Jesus. We commonly say that this feast happens eight days after Christmas, but that is an anachronism. It's wrong, because in our church, the naming of Jesus is Christmas, just as much as the birth of Jesus and the baptism of Jesus. It's all Christmas. It's all God's revelation, theophany. Jesus was born, Merry Christmas. But where did he come from? And why was he born? And the naming of Jesus helps us know further where Jesus was from and what he was born for, which in turn helps you and I understand where we came from and what we were born for. Because names, after all, can be quite significant. Think about how you got your name, and the names of those you love. We could, we could just look at the altar today. Uh, Nautic, if he served today, is named Alexander after his grandfather. Deacon Kevork is named Kevork after his great-uncle Kevork. Bobby is named after both his grandfather and his great-uncle Robert John Maslar. And then, the best for last, Darun is named after an entire Armenian region of brave princes of the house of Mamikon. In Florida, he's Darren, but then in the Armenian church, he turns into the superhero Darun. Well, names tie us to the past and in some way allow us to carry forward the spirit of those who came before us. But I will say, of course, in our day, we've sort of lost that tradition of significance in naming, and we name kids after famous people or because we like the sound of their name. And I'll have to tell you that this almost happened when uh, Yediskin Anna was pregnant with Nora. Uh, we allowed Nodic to help pick Nora's name so he would have more buy-in with having a baby sister. And he insisted that we call her Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> For weeks and weeks before he settled with us on Nora Lily Demergen. But for Joseph and Mary, on the day that they approached the temple to give their son a name, they knew the significance of names and of the day, and that the naming was tied up in their tribal and in their family lineage. And it was really a chance for fathers to pass down and forward their legacy. It was really Joseph's right to name his child Joseph, and it was Zechariah's right to name Jesus' cousin, Zechariah, Zach. But neither man, as you know, would get their due because the angels announced to Zechariah and Elizabeth that their son would be named John, which means God is graceful. And he announced to Joseph and to Mary that their child would be named Jesus, meaning God saves. These two children, it seems, would not 
just carry forward the past lineage of their earthly fathers, they would carry forward a new plan by their heavenly father for all God's children. Now, because we know the story, we forget how bold and radical it must have been to name your child born out of wedlock, God saves. Remember the sanctity of the name of God for the Hebrew people. The name of God is not to be taken in vain. It's in the commandments. It's so holy that it's not even said. It's not written. So the first miracle of the naming of Jesus was that he was named at all. That totally unexpectedly, God came alongside us as a man, and he came in such a humble and disruptive way to the powers that be both political and religious. Almighty God would allow himself to be named. And if you're named, you can be misnamed, and you can be misused, and you could be misunderstood, and Jesus was misnamed, misunderstood, and misused, and he still is today. But why this risk? Because this risk comes with the greatest reward that through Jesus, God became accessible and knowable. And to the humble seeker and in more intimate ways than he was ever known before. And so the first miracle of Jesus' naming was that he was named at all and that we are invited to interact with Jesus on a first name basis, with God on a first name basis, no matter what our education, no matter what our status. The second miracle is that God's naming of Jesus and our calling on him in return, it's really an ongoing creative act of God for the lifting up of all people and all things. That's what we believe. Remember on this feast of the naming of Jesus that God's naming of things is how the whole world began in the first place. Remember in the very first chapter of our Holy Scriptures, God formed the world by his word. Let there be light, God said, and there was light. And in this great act of divine naming, all of creation came into being, including humankind, who was the pinnacle of creation, but of course God's work is not done. And with the naming of Jesus, God continues his creative naming in a new phase. Like any good artist, God first works his creation and then he reworks it towards its perfection. This is the deepest meaning of the name Jesus, God saves. Creation is incomplete, it's unfulfilled, until it renounces its false and sinful self and discovers its greatest self, its greatest kingdom calling. Isn't this what Jesus was getting at in those powerful and mysterious words of his that the coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed? So people won't say here it is or there it is because the kingdom of God is within you. And so in Jesus, and with our participation, God continues to reform the creation that he formed and to bring us to our good completion. And this blessed work is ongoing today. For all those who celebrate the naming of Jesus and call on his blessed name, and many of you, many of us, take our own names from grandparents or family friends with an eye to bringing our heritage and memories of loved ones passed into the present, and this is all good and as it should be. But today, on the feast of the naming of our Lord, 
Let's remember that the power of names is stronger than the past and is higher than the heavens. For we believe that God has come to know us most intimately in the name Jesus, and that each moment of our lives, our Heavenly Father calls us to live forward and into our names as children of the God who saves, who heals and loves, now and always.